Welcome to the Leslie Weems Talk Show. I'm your host, Leslie Weems. And I'm your co-host, Kalina Barton. I am a empathic, psychic, medium, and prophet. And this show is for those who are waking up to their spiritual gifts. And for those who want to know about the prophecies I've received from God, Jesus, and other spirits. Our mission is to share their words of wisdom and insight about what is happening in our world today and what is to come. Hi, this is Leslie Weems. And I'm Kalina Barton. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about several different things, actually. We're going to have the first part of the show is going to be Leslie telling you about the messages that she has received in the form of prophecy from God, Jesus, and the Archangels. And in the second part of the show, we're going to talk a little bit more about spiritual awakening. Great. Thanks, Kalina. All right. Well, I'm going to start out with June the 7th and some messages that I received. I sense an earthquake and a volcano is coming. Should I give warning? Will this be helpful? This is me asking God, should I let you know about it? And then the answer that I got, the silence before the storm will turn to a wave of fire for all the world to see. He says, you have a great balance of temperament matched with royal delicate words. You can tell a story palatable to thy ears. Sirens will fill the air soon enough. And then I write, should I write a warning or an email about what is to come to remind the people of such things? Because I've gotten a lot of information over the last couple of years on earthquakes, and I have posted a lot of this in my blog. So, you know, I don't want to be redundant. But he says, remind the people of such things. You should remind them of the messages. You only need to worry about the grace of God in trying to wake the stubborn people up. The rains and storms will come, but tomorrow will be as it was before the storm. Times will be rough, but only in increments of three, not four. And then I get, four is the magic stance of salvation. One should get to the priorities in order for all to see. And then he mentions something about a magic pony, which I think he's referencing Jesus. It will come to carry people off to safety, or the archangels. You are a villain in the minds of those with heartless, dead ears. So he's referring to that there are more people that may not believe necessarily in God and Jesus that believe and listen to the show than there are um, Christians at this point. He said, music is meant to be heard as well as the words I provide to you. You are a shadow about to enter the light. You will play a much larger role. You need to alert the world that there will be some escalations that will go to deaf ears. People will die and be trampled over because Californians care more about themselves than others. You are a bird chirping and singing at a pitch that most cannot hear because they will not allow themselves to face reality. He says, you know what is around the corner. It will be like falling dominoes in slow motion. Then I got foghorns will sound with no reaction. Why? Because practice drills teach one to ignore what is real. And I I know what he means. I mean, how many times have we all had a tornado drill or whatever as a kid and you know you get to the point where 
in schools to say the the alarm will go off or a fire alarm will go off in a building. We all still sit there because we've gotten sensitized, desensitized about it actually going to happen. So I think it's a, it's a world we've gotten where we don't take the alarms that happen as serious as we used to once. It's like crying wolf, as you hear. He goes, you are real. You must know this. By now you have many, many's attention. He goes, what, I said, what can I or should I do? He says, you have a great purpose. The world has seen nothing like it is about to see. The top will blow, taking off everything in its path. He said, share my warning and get the credit you deserve. It will not be long. Best to do it today. So that was on June the 7th. Do you have anything that, that you'd like to say about that, Kalina? Well, we, I think we all know and feel that there's definitely a big shift has changed in the world. Uh, it started with the coronavirus and the change of presidency in the United States. There's just has been a big shift of and a lot of things happening for the last several years. Okay, thank you. So I'll continue to June the 8th. And I wasn't going to talk about this, but I think it's funny how a lot of times I think something's not important. And then Clean and I will be talking and all of a sudden she reads me a story she gets in the news. And then it's about something that I have already gotten the day before. So this is one of those situations. So I'm going to go ahead and just touch on it. Um, I got a vis- um, messages on June the 8th. And I'm just going to kind of tell you the key things. I got a message that there'll be... Um, a building or a secret place in Cambodia. It is a haven for people that are meeting that are um, that do not practice Christianity. I'll say, and they're they're looking to come and form a new world world order, as is what I've, I understand. So it's a secretive place that is hidden. And I know that you mentioned something about that today, Kalina. What was it? Well, the story I read about in today's news was uh, the U.S. was invited to Cambodia to take a tour of a particular boat. But when the colonel uh, got to the boat, the security personnel did not allow them to tour the entire boat. So... The general made the suggestion that they reschedule so that they could come back and have a full and complete tour of this particular boat. But I think what the more than that, I think the, the, the biggest alert was that U.S. is concerned that China is there and I believe maybe helping them build some buildings on this particular base and we have come to learn that Cambodia and China seem to be pretty pretty good allies. And that worries the U.S. a little bit. So they're trying to keep an eye on what's going on over there. Yeah, so again, we're not one to pick sides here. We're just stating messages that we get from God, Jesus, and the Archangels. But sometimes we hear stories and you wonder if it's related. And it may not be related at all. But I leave that up to you to make your own decision. But it is very timely. Very, yes. Okay, I'm going to continue from that day. Um, I get where I ask, I go, God, team, what is going to happen next? 
They go, you have no idea. You'll be taken off guard. The mighty will outreach those that are less fortunate. The time of devastation and despair is coming to a faraway place in the Orient. It will be deadly and it will be meant it will not be meant to happen. So it's a mishap that will go off and it will cause many deaths. So something that happens that wasn't meant to happen that is devastating. And then I get the calm before the storm. The storms are forming. You sense it, but not sure what will happen. The lands of the free and the brave will harness resistance and then it will be unleashed like a violent volcano erupting in the center of New York City. Only a metaphor, but an example what will come. Containment is nearly impossible. A flight of a night will be above, trying to find scientific ways to contain what could become extremely deadly. You feel a much you feel it much and you're not sure what will happen and when, but you know something's gonna happen within the next four months. And yeah, it is interesting because I do get um these feelings, and I actually felt probably six months to a year ago, I don't remember the exact timing, but I got a, a um, vision and words that there would be another variant coming. And it's interesting. I'll talk a little more, more later about that, but, I, you know, the things keep happening later once I get these profound um, messages. But I'll continue. The wind silence, the breath of those who have no taste or sense of direction. The charmer charms the unimaginable throughout the world. The snakes are crawling into place. They will cool up and wait for their orders to strike. They are venomous snakes. They will kill everything in their path that tries to interfere. The tower is safest or in high places. They will first focus on lower levels and then later will work to destroy things higher up. So, you know, I'm getting the, the feeling that there's a lot of um, countries, and you know, even reading the news you see this, that there's a lot of countries and troops and organizations that are preparing for war. And it's blatantly going on and we don't know who's going to strike first but I think we're all in a time of wait and see because there's so much change going on in the world right now I'm going to continue and I have the shadows are prolonged in the midst of the day depending on the placement of the sun people ignore harm and false plays to seek their attention you are a gift to the blind and they would simply open their eyes and their senses they would know what's going on and, and watch you. You are talented and will be recognized sooner or later for your gifts and your sound judgment. It's sad because I don't feel like many people are taking this serious, and I hope at some point people will go back and look at these shows and really take it serious because this stuff is coming true. He said, You seek water for the thirsty and walk with a proud walk to enlighten the many who are sleepwalking. You are a vine with no thorns. You grow mainly flowers and soon will grow a full arbor for the many to see and enjoy. 
You are a disciple and walk where I lead you. And this is God again. Need to not worry about dotting your I's and crossing your T's because this is the job you're meant to do. So he just said, um, you are my ego who cannot be still. <laughs> so um, this is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I gather that there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be happening over this summer. Okay, the light comes on when no one is watching. The sky is blue most days, but often many have hints of other great colors. You are far from wicked. You need to believe in yourself and love your God and believe in what is real and to come and are smart and focus on where uh, we what to do and where to go. I think a lot of us need to remember this is that we need to focus on our faith and our beliefs and especially in these times and really align yourself to what are good priorities. I get the skies are filled with birds heading north for the winter vision. I see heavy flames, fire burning, a forest full of trees. Then the message I get, make it stop. It is coming straight for us. Life is a journey with many twists and turns. The fire glows as the smoke rises high above, filling the clouds with smoke, reflecting the torment deep hidden in one's soul. The light may be dim. What is happening? What is coming? Then I get a um, line of campers, the river, and it's near a, um, a home to those who have lost everything. So basically people camping along a river and they basically are confused and why all this has happened. This fire has sabotaged and taken everything that they have away from them. The valleys are quiet and are about to see this change. They will never forget the tavern is full of people who are upset and coming together based on abandonment and fear. Destruction guides a push to move in a new direction. So he's basically in recap, because sometimes I know these aren't very clear, he's basically saying that, you know, it's going to get to a point where things are going to get so bad that people are going to be living in tents and they're just going to join together in trying to figure out what to do next. Because it's going to be a very scary time. June the 10th, 2021 meditation. So basically wants me to continue to share the messages with you. And he always laughs because I always have so many questions. And he doesn't always tell me the answers. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so you can sometimes that. I, sometimes I tell you to stop talking and listen. I know, imagine that, right? But I guess I get caught up and I'm like, I want to know all the answers. Because I feel like I have so much that everybody's going to want to know. But it's always in God's time. So that's an important thing that we all have to remember is that this is all information, but it's based on when I think God feels it's time for these things to happen because it's all based on free will and a matter of how many people wake up. Is he seeing people wake up or is it a matter of he needs to get your attention by having some of these horrific events occur. So we, we drive this change upon ourselves in our actions. So everything kind of comes in a full circle. 
The message that I got from God is the shadows are created as a mirror to ourselves. Sometimes the mirror is cracked, and the reflection in the mirror is something much different than the reality of what sits in front of it. Focus on the before the crack. This is your truth. Drive with no doubt and keep moving forward. So I think it's a, it's a good message and because I think we need to focus on what drives us from our intuition, our gut, and our relationship with God versus reacting all the time to the news and things that are going on around us. Think before you react. June 11th, 2021, which is today. This is the messages that I received. We have a lot to tell and to say today. The dragon is out of his den about to pounce on the waters and the lands. He will be in disguise as good, but Satan himself. Corruption lives in the undertones of what man cannot hear or see. It takes one with gifts to understand what is about to happen in the world at large. You need to warn my children, this is God, before it is too late. Me, I go, what is it they need to watch for? And the answer, they need to watch for involvement in the United States affairs from outside, those that appear good or not. They, are, they have hidden agendas, man is blind and does not see what is right in front of them. If they are not close to my son and I, then they're seeing things through rose-colored glasses. Biden and Harris were laughing stocks this week in world affairs, therefore showing their great weaknesses to be led versus leading. They are decoys to allow the Antichrist to slither in. It will not take much to replace them. They are fools to conjecture and falter great laughter throughout the lands. America was once feared, respected, and admired, but now is no, nothing but a comedy hour. Americans will crave a real leader because they realize Biden-Harris is a joke and taking the country down 10 sticks or actions at a time. It is obvious that the United States is in big trouble. It is scorned and about to fall. Are there any specifics that the people need to know? I asked. He said, no, but they need to open their eyes and pay attention before it is too late to make a possible difference. The glory of God is what sets the actions of men apart. People are sleepwalking and too self-absorbed to notice what is truly happening in their immediate world around them. Soon the flags will be raised at half-mast and the post of president will change. It will not be what you expect. Science will sound and fill the air, making the change of guards. America soon will be gone and acquire a new name that will be unrecognizable, and fear and panic will set in across the land. And then I ask, is America this weak, or is there so much corruption already built into this land that it has been too late for a while? And he said, true, this has been going on for far too long. Americans and its politicians only care about themselves, their lifestyles, to pay attention to what lies on the surface. They feed on ridicule and judgment versus doing something about it. 
Therefore, it grows where the irony turns things to those things they ignore, judge, and ridicule will soon be in power. It is one thing to scrutinize, but yet another to do something about it. People care only about their bubble of the world. The people do not depend on the government because they are far too spoiled, but soon the change of guard will demand observation of the government and everyone's bubbles will be popped. He says, you are my child, and yes, this may sound harsh, and it is, but my people have had centuries to wake up, haven't they? He says, I tell you, no, they are like ostriches with their heads buried in the sand. Ignorance and selfishness is the root of evil deeds to come. And then I said, will this happen soon? He says, soon enough. He basically reminds me that I, he goes that you are simply a messenger relaying God's words. Because, you know, I, I, this is pretty vulnerable stating all this, but this is what God tells me to tell the world. And I am God's servant. And I want nothing more than just to share whatever it is he wants to tell you. People on the other team will rejoice with these words because it's really going against what used to be a strong America. Americans hear little about what you say. It's ironic because most of the people that, I think I stated this earlier, but that's what God's implying is that there's a lot of people that watch the show, but I hope that it will grow and open up to more people that their hearts open and realize that they soon will become the victims if they don't get a handle on either developing a relationship with God or really getting smart and learning how to defend themselves. How do you feel about that, Kalina? Well, we can see that there are a lot of people in other countries that are listening to our show. There aren't as many, however, in the United States. And like Jesus or God, sorry, as God told you, they're like ostriches with their heads stuck in the sand. They don't want to know. They're, or they're in denial. They think it's all just a big joke. That everything's going to go back to normal. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. And so far, based on the trends that we've seen, that has not been the case. Well, I'm going to say one other thing that I, I got today because I think it's on all of our minds, at least it is on mine, and that is in the Bible it talks about in Revelations about Babylon. And that's a $15 million question. Is it talking about the original Babylon or is it talking about a new Babylon? Because what it states in Revelation is it refers it to as the mystery Babylon. So I took the advantage of asking God, about this because I wanted clarity. This is what I did not expect. So I'm going to read it to you. Mystery Babylon. So is America a part of Babylon? And he said, yes. It is representative of evil shadows, lossless souls. Does Babylon stand for those that are ignorant and blind? He said, no. It stands for losslessness, scandal, persecution, moral issues, selfishness, judgment, not believing me and in my son. The people spread with the fall of the Tower of Babel. Because after the Tower of Babel, the whole point of that, to destroy the Tower of Babel, was God wanted to break up people that were joining against him and worshiping 
all but him. So then these people were spread throughout the world. And he said, they continued and spread their beliefs throughout the lands, and they multiplied. He said, these are the ones who have lived to follow just to gain more things, land. They worship money and things versus my son and I. So Babylon is a group of people versus a specific land. He goes, man has free will, and they alone are responsible for their thoughts and actions, therefore accountable for the consequences to come. Then he goes on to say, a flower grows with attention. Did you take time to care for your personal flower? Or did you turn and it wilted because you focused on all the wrong things? Love grows many flowers, where hate grows graffiti versus things that grow with love. Ignoring life kills what is worth living for. Those that remain after the rapture will see all that is ugly. People did not take time to appreciate beauty, but instead took them for granted. All opportunities are soon to be lost. Unfortunately, the only hope for waking my people is to affect all that is worshipped, therefore causing losses, pain, and struggle. That is going to be what's required to wake people up. This is what must happen. Coronavirus is one example, America and the election another. There will be many more examples of trials and tribulations to come, so get ready if you are hearing these words. This is a warning. And then I asked, I said, what else shall I do? This is big. He said, get this word out. You will see more, take notice. You are delivering powerful messages. Will they come true? And he says, yes. But the times for all things is when I say, the world will not be expecting what is to come next. I want to warn the world, but leave them second guessing. Change requires time and the premise of a new pattern to arise. They say it takes 21 days to create a new pattern, so now events are required to get the attention of those who may awake. Man ignored things and always refused to look at the signs. This is a sign that I'm giving you now. And then I asked earthquakes and things of that nature that he's already said over the last couple days, and again, Please be watchful of those because if I've noticed just by watching this last week that earthquakes are popping up all over the world in the weirdest places. I even saw some in Texas, which I thought was crazy. So please be watchful and, and aware. I noticed that you, know, you have to look at more than one source on the internet about any subject. So take the time to do your research. And, and look and understand what is actually going on in the world. But that is all I had today as far as the readings that I've gotten and the messages. So I'm going to turn it back over to Kalina. Okay, so for the next section of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about spiritual awakening. Now, as you know, if you listened to episode two of our show, and if you have read the book, there are several gifts that Leslie has. And like I said, they are listed in the book and on episode two. I'm just going to run through them really quick. I'm not going to give you the definitions of them. But I'm just going to tell you what gifts Leslie has. And then, Leslie, I'd like for you to share with uh, our listeners a story or two. 
where you have used these gifts. Okay, so the first gift I'm going to mention is clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience, claircognizance, psychic empath, discernment, mediumship, remote viewing and astral projection, dreams, healing, and automatic writing. Now, what I think is unique is that Leslie, when she does receive messages or when she is working for a client who needs some help along in their life, she will use a lot of different gifts at the same time. Now, if you are feeling that you are experiencing any of these gifts, don't hesitate to reach out to Leslie at lesliewilliams.com if you need help in learning how to use them or what to expect since you are awakening to these gifts. So Leslie, tell us um, a story or two about using your gifts. Because as I said, when you receive messages or you're working for a client, you seem to use a lot of different ones. Yes, I do. Um, and, and I think that what's important to note, if it relates to doing um, meeting with a client, it, it, it is different than, say, if I'm doing what we were talking about earlier. So I'll give you kind of the, the two different examples. Okay. So with a customer, I usually will get a name, and I don't even need a name, but it's nice to get at least a first name. And then prior to reading, I get a lot of information. I don't, I, for some reason, it's a matter of where I put my attention to what I get. So if I open myself up and I pray and I say, okay, I want to get information about this particular person, then I get a lot of information. I'll, I'll start out with automatic writing. And automatic writing, I get, it's just a way for me to capture and keep focused. Because like Kalina said, I get so much information at one time that I found that if I write it down as I'm getting the information, it keeps me more focused. Because I, as I said, I will get it through vision, hearing, I can see like I'm, watching their life in some cases. So um, what the caveat to this is I get what they need versus necessarily what they want to hear. So I may get information more about mediumship, for example, where I'm talking with someone on the other side with information they may need to know or in getting closure. Or it could be that there's other things going on and it's psychic information. So it's all, it's automatic for me and that I get what they need to, to hear. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes I may not get much mediumship at all. It's more about psychic things. And it could be, um, like an example is, I've had somebody before say, you know, my mother passed away and I can't find her Bible. And I, for some reason, I can... I can actually go to where I can see where the Bible was when she was alive and describe and figure that out and then relay that message to that person so they can find what they're looking for. I've had those kinds of things happen. Um, and then, you know, sometimes it's just closure in 
going back and maybe when someone passed away, I have what's called empath. So I can actually feel when, say, someone is crossing over. Because a lot of times people, loved ones left behind, want to know if the person that passed away was how it was for them, you know, if they, especially if they weren't there. They want to know if they were hurting, you know, that kind of thing. So I, sometimes I get information and I actually can see and watch the person leave their body and how they were feeling and what their health issues were at that time um, so that I can help give comfort to the person left behind. So those are some examples. Do you think that covers enough examples prior? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And then as far as, you know, when I talk to um, God, Jesus, and Archangels, it's kind of different. Um, I do what's the automatic writing. And so basically I pray, and then I get, um, I'll get information, and it just comes through like in my head is the best way to describe it. It's kind of like you're talking to someone that's sitting across from you, but instead it's happening in my my mind, I guess, if is the best way I can say. And I write it all down and I can talk, but it's not like they're physically sitting across from me. I mean, it has happened, but for the most part, it's it's more like an ESP type thing. So I'll get the information and it's typically... Like this week, for example, was interesting in that I had God talking to me. Then my aunt, who had passed away 20 years ago, came through and was giving me examples of things and memories. I was seeing these flashes of some good memories that we had together. And what she was there to tell me was a message for what God was trying to tell me. But she was allowing me to see it. And it was something about making me feel better about myself and how different people touch each other. So like how I maybe did some things for her and made her feel good and how she did things for me, which was just listening and talking and that close relationship that we had. But I think it's beautiful in how God and his team can work with us. So I basically will get the information and then I write it down and I ask questions, as you have noted. And there are messages that are received, and it's basically the first thing that comes in my mind is the message. Now, I have had where they visit, and I've seen them either in an aura format or in some type of um, way. And I describe these in the book if you want more um, examples of how I woke up and, and some of the encounters that I've had because it's a, an escalated process. It was for me anyway. And it's hard for me to distinguish, you know, how am I getting the information right the second? Because I get so much information and so detailed that I think that it's it's easier for me just to say that I use them all because <laughs> it depends on the situation. But I get so much information and it's not just words. I get pictures. I get visions. You know, I mean, you know, sometimes I get dreams, and I wake up and I write it down. So there's just so much that comes through in automatic writing. It can be where they channel through you, or you just, or, or are you writing um, where you have that connection. Like Notre Dame had uh, would be very similar, and he did his in limericks. And then Edgar Casey would have to be hypnotized, and he would have all these great um, insight. He was a prophet, 
And then me, it's kind of, I can be awake. I don't have to be, um, and I speak, and it's, it's normal. It's not, there are some things that are usually descriptive analysis, like the flower in this case. You know, I think God, I've noticed, likes to use uh, the, the wind, flowers, animals, birds, and things of that nature. You know, I think he always tries to relate things to situations. And then there's the moon that usually re- represents evil or non-godly. And then there's sun, which represents Jesus. So there's a lot of metaphors. I don't know if that's the correct way to put it, but a lot of different signs and civilization that is also used. So hopefully that gives you kind of a, a better global perspective. Yeah, thanks for sharing that with, with our viewers and listeners. Um, I would like to ask you a question, though. And I'm wondering maybe if there are uh, some other people out there who may actually have the same question. And that is, since you do have so many gifts and you do receive messages every single day, do you or can you turn it off? Say, if you go out to a restaurant or if you go out into town, are you bombarded with spirits or information? Or or can you choose not to engage? Yes, I have done this where I set boundaries and basically, maybe as stated before, I, I, it's where I put my intention. And if I'm not focused on that, then I typically don't get that communication. Now, if I ever want to turn it on, I just have to kind of go, you know, pay attention and go, what's coming to to me? But I think if you had it on all the time, you'd go crazy. So you have to kind of compartmentalize so you have your normal time where you're just living your life and the other time where you're allowing this information to come. So it's a little of both. I think it's important that people know that because if there are listeners out there who are waking up to their own spiritual gifts, they may not realize that you can set boundaries, that you can say, I'm going to go out to dinner tonight and I don't want to be interrupted. I'm not going to put my focus there. And I think it's important that people realize that it is where you put your focus. If you want to receive messages and you're open to it, you can. But if you don't want to, you can also choose that as well. So, Because I, I, I think that's important for listeners um, to know these things. Because I know if I was the one that had these spiritual gifts, and if I was the one that had a visitor, or if I was feeling I was getting messages from somebody, I wouldn't know that I could automatically turn it off or tune it out. So that's why I think it's important for our listeners to know this, that they do have that option. They don't have to go crazy with voices or with seeing or feeling things. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I think it's very important. I mean, I took the time to kind of write that in my book, Wake Up, The End is Coming, Conversations with God, Final Warning. And it, it, it talks about my walk and my testimony and that kind of thing, as well as a lot of words from God and Jesus. But it also talks, I think there's 170 pages, roughly, of prophecy that is included in that. And it's definitely coming true. I'm amazed at how I'm trying to reconcile that now. 
But I mean, every day I'm seeing more and more come to light. So I, I hope that listeners will take this serious. And if you're waking up, I hope that you will be very cautious and learn early on to set good boundaries and how to do that. Because it can be very scary, it can be very dangerous if you don't know what to do. And it can feel out of control. And you're already starting to feel crazy because you're like, what is going on? So I hope that you will learn to get help. And again, I'm available too, but you just need to make sure that you only allow what you are willing to encounter and to help and to to learn and grow with at your own rate of growth. So I hope you'll take that, you know, serious. Yeah, and if you want more information about your spirit, about any spiritual gifts, about Leslie's, you can go to her website at lesliewilliams.com. And you could also uh, check out the book, which is Wake Up, The End is Coming, Conversations with God, Final Warning, End Time Prophecies. One more thing I'd like to mention, and we haven't mentioned this in a while, is our forums that we have available. We have one just for spiritual awakening that you can join. And we have another one that is a book club for the actual book. And if you would like to join either one of those forums, again, you can go to lesliewilliams.com and sign up for those. Yeah, and there's one other thing that we just came out with, which is Prophecy News. And I have so many, so much prophecy that I can't keep up with it. But I've started what's called Prophecy News. It's on my website. And you can subscribe to it. And I'm listing the different prophecies as well as I'm going to eventually here soon add a log to what's come true, that kind of thing. So if you want an insight to the prophecy that is not in the book, if you want what's in the book, that's a separate. But those since the book, I have been putting on a line. But it is a news feed that you would have to join. But I think that you wouldn't be disappointed. I think right now I have 70 maybe roughly um, prophecies listed as well as spiritual awakening tips and that'll continue to grow. So anyway, I appreciate you joining today and Kalina and I both thank you. Yes, thanks for tuning in and we will be back next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed our show. For those of you that are awakening, embrace your gifts and use them for the good of this time. Stay tuned for prophecy updates because God and his team have a lot to say. And this is the quickest way I can share what they want you to know. For more information, visit my website at leslieweems.com and check out my new book, Wake Up, The End is Coming. It is important that we share the light with the world. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.